win this corner. Weighing a hundred and something on the Hello everybody, this is James Hall. Welcome to Restoring Heroes. Today's podcast is talking about Passive Man 102, the People's Champ. Now we're going to Exodus chapter 32. And I'm going to start reading the verse 1. And it says, When the people saw that Moses delayed from coming down from the mountain, the, the people gathered themselves together to Aaron and said to him, Up, make us gods whom we should... Uh, Make us gods who shall go before us. As for Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. So Aaron said to them, take off the rings of gold that are in the ears of your wives, your sons and your daughters and bring them to me. So that I mean, so all the people took off the rings of gold that were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. And he received the gold from their hand and fashioned it with a graving tool and made a golden calf. And they said, These are our gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. When Aaron saw this, he built an altar before it, and Aaron made a plock. Uh, proclamation sorry a proclamation and said tomorrow we shall feast to the lord and they rose up early the next day and burnt and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings and the people sat and down and ate and drank and rose up to play And the Lord said to Moses, go down for your people whom you brought up out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. They have turned aside quickly out of the way that I've commanded them. They have made for themselves a golden calf and have worshipped it and sacrificed to it and said, these are our gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. And the Lord said to Moses, I have seen this people. Behold, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. Now therefore, let me alone that my wrath may burn hot against them and that I may consume them in in order that my that I may be great, a great, in order that I might make a great nation of you. So after this, in verses, I want to say 11 through 14, Moses is telling God and asking God not to destroy the the Israelites, the children of Israel. Do not destroy them because he made a he made a promise that the nations he made a promise by his own name in verse say 13 um it says god you made a promise by your own name that the nations will be 
above the stars will be more than the stars in the heaven. So let's go down, down to verse 15. Actually, verse 17. He said, it says, when Joshua heard the noise of the people as they shouted, he said to Moses, there is a noise of war in the camp. But said uh, he uh, but he said but Moses said but he said this is not the sound shouting for victory or the cry of defeat but the camp sounds of singing that I hear and as soon as they came near the camp they saw the calf and the dancing Moses Moses's anger burned hot and he threw the tablets down out of his hand and broke them at the foot of the mountain. He took the calf that they had made and burnt it with fire and ground it into a powder and scattered it into the water and made the people of Israel drink it. And Moses said to Aaron, what did this people do to you? that you have brought such a great sin upon them. Then Aaron said, let not the anger of my Lord burn hot. You know the people that they are set on evil. For they said to me, make us gods who shall go before us. For, uh, for as for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him? So I said to them, let any who have gold take it off. So they gave it to me and I threw it into the fire and out came this calf. So let, let's get down to the meat of, of this problem. Um, Galatians chapter one, verse 10 there's a whole lot of things talk about man pleasing, but um, this is one of the things I wanted to say. Man refusing to stand for God in church causes death. There's no other way. Man not standing for what God commands. Man not standing for what the gospel really says. Man not standing for the the <clears throat> sufficiency of of the scriptures and the Bible being all we need. Anytime the man a Christian man do any time a Christian man does not stand for what is right, what is what is correct in the word in church, death follows. Now, let's dissect this thing. So what happens is um, in the beginning, you see Aaron, you know, Aaron's supposed to be, you know, the he's the voice of Moses. If you looked in earlier in Exodus, Aaron was the one that God said will speak for Moses. Moses will, God will speak to Moses. Moses will speak to Aaron. So Aaron saw the Passover. Aaron saw all the plagues. Aaron saw all the, the, the Red Sea. Aaron saw all these things. And also Aaron was a part of the, <clears throat> the Israelite, the Israelites where they were in Egypt. So when the Israelites came to him and said, Hey, Aaron, make us gods to go before us. His response should have been totally different than what he responded. And his response was, okay, give me earrings. His response should have been, no, are you out of your mind? Did you see, do you remember 
do you do you remember manna falling from heaven? Do you remember the the Red Sea opening up? Do you remember the plagues? Do you remember how powerful our God is? Do you remember that? Please get away from me. Please go away. I don't want to talk to you no more. But no, Aaron said, "Okay, I'll make it. Bring me earrings and I will mold it into a calf." So it bothered me a little bit, not bothered me, but I was thinking, what significance or what why was a calf so important significance that's what i meant to say why was a calf so important so i did some research and there's in in egyptology or in in egypt religion uh cult religion there are four different entities that come from a bull or a cow there's four different gods. So when when the Israelites said these are the gods, they were talking about uh, Pana, uh, Hanthor, Amon, or um, Manevis. When he said, let us make gods, let come and make gods. That's why he chose the, the calf, um, because that represented four different gods. And these all, if you go back to the plagues, when... When God made the you know the the cattle sick and things like that, God all the plagues were hitting different gods. All the plagues. Sorry, I'm getting some research papers so I could tell you. So the plague of of the 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 fifth plague was against the gods associated with bulls and cows, and they affected the livestock, infected property, um, and it was uh, pata. Um, Manevis, uh, Hathor, and Amon. These gods or these entities had a lot to do with. Um, they were they were the incarnates of the Osiris's and things like that. So one of the 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 forms of Osiris was a cow. So when the Israelites were like, "Hey." This is our God, and we like him. Yay! He brought us out of Egypt. They were paying homage to those deities or those false gods that they were worshiping when they were in um, is um, Egypt. When they were in Egypt, because one of the first things that God told Moses to do when he was talking to him at the burning bush was like, "Get them out of there, so they can worship me. Get them out of." Egypt so they can worship me get them out of there so they can worship me they can sacrifice to me so Aaron knew all this information but because he wanted to please people because he did not want to stand for what God said in the church or in the congregation or with the people that he was supposed to be leading he calls them he joined them actually into sin or into idolatry he joined them because if you look at the scriptures, it said that Aaron, when they said, hey, these are our gods. Yay. Let's eat and feast and, you know, party and things like that. Aaron was like, well, I'm going to make an altar and we're going to celebrate the Lord. If you look in the Bible, it's a, it's a capital L. So he was trying to use the calf to worship the almighty God. He, were, he was blending two things together and trying to make it work. He was trying to please God and please men at the same time. 
And God is at the mountain with Moses telling him, man, he was telling him what he's about to do with Aaron. He was telling him everything. God was spilling it out with Moses and Joshua up on the mountain. And he would, and God said, Moses, go down to those people because they have left my way quickly and have corrupted themselves. Because they said, this calf has brought them out of Egypt. These four gods have brought them out of Egypt. So, hey, let me just be mad at them. I'm about to destroy them. And if you look in the scriptures further along in that chapter, you realize that what happened was Moses got the Levites or got the Levites and decided to go through and kill. You had to kill your companion. You had to kill everybody. Three thousand people died because of what Aaron allowed to happen because he didn't stand. Three thousand people died. Because Aaron did not stand on what God and what he experienced and all those things that God has told them to do, told him to do. And it's a problem. And the reason why I'm so passionate about this, because I see this in the church, in the now 2014 church, for the sake of being the people's champ. Man, do not stand on what the word of God says for the sake of pleasing people rather than pleasing God pleasing people rather than pleasing God you rather have a, a, a church or church message that doesn't offend than talk about certain things in a way where you don't have to apologize you rather have just plain foolishness going on in the church Instead of standing for, for what God is talking about and what God says, you won't talk about sin. You won't talk about how the Bible is sufficient for everything. You don't need uh, extra. We don't we don't need anything extra or, or um, extra biblical to tell you what God is saying. Oh, or or you bring in the other gods because the people want it. Lost people want these things. So we, we, we surveyed the lost people to tell them what they need, to, to ask them what they want from the gospel. What? We surveyed the lost people to tell them, ask them what. That's like me asking my son, which is three years old, what he wants for dinner and expecting him to ask for something nutritious. He's not going to do that. That doesn't make any sense. But we do the same thing in the church. We ask the sinner. We ask the people that are not saved or not free from Egypt, you know, quotation marks, the, I'm using it as a metaphor, Egypt. They're not free from that when they come to you and say, give us what we want. Give us what we're used to. So we may, we may worship them. And we as a church, sometimes as men in the church, we be like, okay, well, I can use that to worship God. Just like Aaron did. I can use the calf to worship the capital L Lord. And it's folly. It is folly. It's foolishness to believe that we can do something like that. It is foolishness. And we see it. We see it. So, okay, instead of just saying, okay, well, like for example, what's a nowadays example? Okay, yoga. Okay, yoga in the church. I know a lot of people do yoga and they think it's okay. But if you look at the roots of yoga, yoga is a Hindu prayer. It's prayer language. It's how they pray and meditate to their false gods. Why in the world will we do Christian yoga? 
That doesn't make any sense. That's the same thing. I will use what they used. I will use the Egyptian, just like Aaron. I will use the Egyptian gods and stuff to, to sacrifice. I will sacrifice to the Lord. And it only brings forth death. Any time a man of God, men do not stand for what the Lord says, it brings forth death every single time. Every single time somebody suffers, somebody suffers when you do not speak, you do not remember, you do not stand for what God has told you to stand for or what you know that the Bible says. Everybody suffers. Now, in the scriptures, Aaron got forgiveness and Aaron was able to be the high priest and, and, and things like that. But there's 3,000 people that died because of it. And, and it, the killer part is, if you go back in the scriptures, Moses asked Aaron, like, what did they say to you to make you bring this sin upon them? And Aaron's excuse was, passive man 101, Aaron, he passed the buck. He said, well, you know how these people are. You know they're stiff-necked. You know, you know that if if I were to say no, how crazy they would get. You understand, don't you understand, Moses? Please don't be mad at me. It's the people's fault that this happened. And all I did really was ask for the gold, and I threw it in here, and boop, out popped a calf. When the Bible said that that Aaron used a tool to carve the calf. But he told Moses, well, I put it in here and it out popped a calf. Boom, popped a calf. I was like, whoa, this calf is awesome. What? That's not what happened at all. He lied to Moses to cover himself. You don't believe me? Let me let me read it. Let me read it. He said, uh, let anyone who have gold take it off. So I gave they gave it to me and I threw it into the fire and out came this calf and out came this calf and when Moses saw that the people had broken loose from Aaron had let them break loose and had um, to their desertion of their of their enemies then Moses stood in the gate of the camp and said, who's on the Lord's side? When Moses found out that the, 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 the people just broke loose because Aaron allowed them to break loose. Because the person that was supposed to stand guard of what God had told him to stand guard over decided to let the people have their way. Passive man, 102 people's champ trying to please people trying to be be good and be popular in everybody's eyes will always lead to disaster when men refuse to stand for what god is saying what god is standing for it will lead to disaster every single time when the the prime example is uh, Tele-evangelist tele and, and, and the prosperity gospel and all these things, the, the, the message of, well, I don't want to talk about sin because everybody already knows they're bad. And that's not true. That's not true. 
we compare ourselves as human beings. We have a tendency to compare ourselves to other human beings. And by other human being standards, I'm not as bad as Hitler. Like, I got a leg up on Hitler. I got a leg up on Marilyn Manson. I got a leg up on, and Marilyn Manson is just a crazy rock guy, but I got a leg up on murderers. I got a leg up on pedophiles. I got a leg up on all things. But in compared to the holy God, I am a sinful human being and deserve death. And thank God for Jesus Christ who had took the penalty of my sin and imputed righteousness to me so I may be saved. I am not good. I am not righteous without Jesus Christ. But when we leave the people to decide what they want to believe about God or what they want to bring into the Bible, or what they want to bring into church, it will always lead to death because people will always lead to the to their own folly. When they lead on their under, own understanding, when they lead on around the other path, they will always go the wide road. Always, without the leading of the Holy Spirit, without Jesus Christ pricking their hearts, without them knowing that seeing the and knowing the truth, without somebody exposing their sin, without somebody telling them exactly what they're supposed to be doing, they will always lead the wide road, which leads to destruction every single time. There's no time where they won't. It's no time. And that's what Aaron did. Aaron allowed those people to, to, to just jump into sin with all gusto. Not only did he say okay and didn't rebuke them for that, he decided to make something that represented what they saw in Egypt. What they saw in Egypt, he decided to make something to represent that. So they started praising the idol and God said, Moses, get those people. They're praising the idol and said, they're the one that that idol, those four gods, those are the gods that took them out of Egypt. Get them, go down there and correct that. And Moses had to kill 3000. What are we going to do, men? Are we going to sit by and let televangelists sell blessed oil, blessed water, blessed handkerchief, blessed shoestrings, blessed belt buckles so they can get their miracle harvest blessings and, uh, and harvest and miracles and harvest and harvest and miracles and breakthrough and breakdown and break in and breakouts? What? Are we going to stand and let that happen? Are we going to stand and give the people what they want instead of telling them what they need to hear, which is the gospel? Are we going to do that? Because if we do, if we decide to be passive, if we decide to be the people's champ, if we decide to do that, death will follow. Guaranteed. That's my time. Until next time, remember, you're not a screw up. You're just really broken. And God is in the business of restoring heroes. Bye. Contact us at Restoring Heroes at Restoring Heroes Project at gmail.com. Restoring Heroes Project at gmail.com.